Hey, welcome to the Culture Kings Podcast, the podcast that I don't host. But it is hosted by my good friends Edgar Montplazier and Jockey Snail. Very good guys. These guys are just going to talk about pop culture, sports, you know, a lot of shit. Shit people care about. I don't know how to put it. It's like... Podcast, but like a mosh pit. And if you ask him to stop, he'll start shit. I'm talking sports to politics to back and forth. They plead the fifth, and now I'm coming back from one. Ring, ring, really big ring. Basquiat with the crowny thing. With the comedians with the clowny thing. So you better bow down as the Coach Kings. I did it a few years ago, did and I actually it? tried to put time I'm in it. About it. This year, I was like, it would literally be thrown together, and I was like, with even less effort, there's no chance. Yeah. So then I was like, I'll maybe another year when it I could be your best time. one. Maybe, yeah. Yeah. No. <laughs> Usually, when you care the least. There's mm-hmm. the. Did you guys submit for that complex show? <clears throat> Mad, no. Mad sketchy or something? They're doing like a sketch. Show. I heard about it. I heard about it because they were looking for a head writer, and my my manager was just like, I'm gonna submit you, and I was like, for head writer, that's for crazy. Uh, what show? They're trying to do a sketch of Mad sketchy on complex. Oh, I thought, dude, when you said complex, I thought you meant the complex theater in LA. Oh, no, 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 that website. Gotcha, 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 gotcha. Uh, that's dope. Did she submit you? Yeah, but I highly doubt. <laughs> I feel like they do podcasts right up. Have you guys been on there? I feel like Culture Games would be great. On complex? To, featured on, to be featured on complex, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they always do podcast roundups. I mean, I don't know if you guys. I never use publicists. So I'm like, I don't know how to get we, on those things, but we don't I feel like you guys publicist. are more plugged in to be able to get on lists. Uh, we don't oh, have shoot. a publicist. <laughs> we don't have a publicist, unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, publicist. <laughs> Everybody in here is laughing and growling about it. Everybody was Wushu. 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 What? Why? Why that name? Um, wushu. Well, it's actually a form of martial arts, Chinese martial arts, and <laughs> I just thought it sounded funny. My brother used to do it, and I, it kind of reminded me of him. But I also like that it's uh, it's just easy to say and fun to yell. Okay. Mm. I I uh, at first I thought you said Mushu. Yeah, that's what I thought you I said. I thought about first. naming him Mushu, that's like the, the Mulan dragon. Yeah, I was like the Eddie Murphy's character. Yeah. Uh, but I looked up Mushu Shih Tzu because he is part Shih Tzu, and there's so many on Instagram. Oh, I was yeah. like, this is a very common name, and there are no Wushus. So okay, corner in the market. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's the only one of his kind. Love it. You can hear the carnival celebration, right? And is it just me or can you hear it? Someone screaming into a megaphone. No, there's also a baby shower next door and it's lit. Like when I walked by, it was like like electronic music pumping. And I was like, what is this? And I peeked in and it just said like, congratulations, baby or something. How do you know it's a baby? Oh, Because there was a sign. It said, said baby shower. Oh, no, there's said. a baby shower there every Saturday. That place is in the, I want to go to a party there. Yeah. Just to see, just to get free shit. And see. Uh, first of all, I have to say... Oh, I can hear There's you. too much. I'm I'm so out of it <laughs> I'm right so now. Out of it. Are we recording? Uh, yes, yeah, we, we are. Oh. But I feel like you can clearly hear a party. Yeah, there's a party. Listen, but Ter- you can also hear the parade on the street. I think you're just hungover. That's just in your head. Teresa, okay. Teresa, I want to apologize to you. You deserve the best of us. You deserve the best of us, and you're not gonna get it. No. Uh, you know just- what? I like a, I like my expectations to be tempered. So okay. that's perfect. All right. I mean, listen. This is the second episode. I, your Edgar was very drunk last night. Yeah, I was. I trash. was drunk and high, and I'm on no sleep. Yeah, I got progressively higher. I saw your tweet about being high in Silver Lake and oh, all yeah. the dogs knowing that was funny. Yeah, thank you. That's so nice of you to say. <laughs> it was good hanging out with you last night, though. Yeah, yeah it was that was think, great. I, at least I hadn't. I don't think hung out with you more than just like in passing or yeah on podcasts, mm-hmm. exclusively on podcasts, on podcasts. <laughs> or at shows or some shit. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 It is. 
It's Teresa Lee in the building. Teresa Lee is in the building. Building. <laughs> I was listening to We Major uh, on the way here. And mm. Just such a good song. Such a great such song. Such a great song. <laughs> Teresa's been on the show before. Teresa is back. Teresa is playing with her dog right now. <laughs> he's usually, I, I like texting my guys, like he's a very good pod dog, but I guess he wants to play and he's growling a lot right he's, now. He's okay. growling. It's all good. Fine. He'll calm he's down. fine. Uh, there's a lot going on. There is an entire carnival, happen- carnival. carnival happening outside. <laughs> there's a baby shower next door. American blacks. I know. We Just are. Kidding. We are the worst. Us African Americans. Uh, Mar- I'm, I want to. I want to take away the term African Americans and give I, it back American to black. African people. American black. Let's go with American black or Black American. No, American black. American black, black, black sounds American like a sounds like American black. They both sound bad. Too. Black American sounds like a like Republican. It sounds like a Republican, black, and in oh. like the worst way. Yeah. Uh, like what's what's the dude's name? Uh, Ben Carson. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like he's like I'm an American, but black American black. Yeah. American blacks. That sounds like American blacks. That that sounds racist. Yeah, I, just I don't think, know about that. I don't damn, think I can bro, I feel like I can't fucking, say that. What is going on outside what today, is, bro? What are you looking at? These it's, it's a whole bunch, bunch of, of niggas on bikes. Oh, it's blocked from. I'm like, Can I tell I you guys a very all right? So all right, all right. Let's let's <laughs> open this up. Let's open this up. I, I want to know what the wildest thing that you've ever seen that you just uh, oh. happened to. Uh, like come upon. I oh. just right? saw someone so, shooting up with a needle in the middle of San Francisco. I guess it's not that wild, but I was very like, for sure, it was jarring in the middle of the day. I just walked by and I was yeah, like, oh, there's a needle in this guy's arm, and he's just on the corner. I guess it's not wild. I mean, it's that's more wild sad. Enough. That's a little sad. All right, we'll put that on the list. We'll put that on the list. All right, here, here's mine. This is 2012. Mm. Mm-hmm. And I had just, I was still living in Chicago. Mm. It was going to be my last year there because I was moving here. I had just gotten back from Disney World. Okay. Right? Wow, brag much. Uh, well, no, because he this is why I, I don't <laughs> go every once. year. I don't go every year. I've gone, I've gone, some millionaires in I've gone five times in 10 wow. years. And like there's a six <laughs> year break. There's a six year break in between. I mean, listen, listen, I'm rolling in dough. Uh, I'm balling out here. You're girl. probably going this year. I'm not. Uh, I don't even have passes to Disneyland this year. I haven't had passes in a year to Disneyland. Uh, saving money. But anyway, the reason I'm sa- the reason I'm bringing that up is because what I saw was so jarring from uh-huh. what I like was about to see. So okay. I'm fresh back from Disney World. I was like, I went to, I got back that day, went to my mom's house uh, that evening and was to like go pick up some shit that I left mm-hmm. over there and was on my way back to my apartment. And I get stuck at a light. And in Chicago, every, I don't think this is a Friday, but it's a biking city. Mm-hmm. And then every week there would always be this thing called electric bike or some shit where a whole bunch of people would just ride bikes through the city. So like a couple bikes go past. I don't think anything of it. And then I realized I've been sitting at this light for like two minutes and bikes are still going past. Right. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, oh, I must be caught by this. And then like I snap into focus and I realize, wait a minute. That person was naked. <laughs> and that person was naked. And I'm looking, and uh-huh. all these motherfuckers are naked riding on their bikes. <laughs> and it is hundreds of people. Wow. I'm talking like chicks, like, I mean, full fucking vag out, just uh-huh. like kicking up, dicks out, 
titties that out. That has to be That's seat, but bike seats. Yeah, bike seats are yeah, uncomfortable. bro. It was so weird. And the, and when I tell you, it was hundreds of them. I'm not exaggerating. I was at that light waiting for that shit to pass for at least seven to ten minutes. And so I just ended up seeing hundreds of naked people riding bikes. <laughs> Out of nowhere. Should have got naked and hopped on a bike. Yeah. I mean, it's like you would bro. stand out there with yeah. clothes on. <laughs> nah, bro. I keep all my nakedness <laughs> to the gram. I, yeah, I was like, <laughs> I feel like I just saw a photo of you on, on was it like a team photo it was and a team, everybody was naked? It was naked? a team photo, but even I was naked. Only the actors naked. were naked. Only the actors were naked, uh-huh. but it, I wasn't even it's very that metaphorical because uh-huh. you, you know, you have blank slate when you're an actor. You yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's what we thought. <laughs> That's what we thought. Mm-hmm. What's the craziest shit? All right. So, do you have something crazier? Well, then maybe Edgar go first. So I was at South by Southwest. Wow, brag much? And uh, he goes every year. I go every year. <laughs> and uh, you know, people do things there to like get people to come to their shows, right? Because like the whole city uh-huh. has like their spaces open for shows and stuff like that. And there was this one show. I don't know what the show was. I don't know what this band's deal was. What they had done was they got hella ladies in a bunch of like dominatrix looking type shit and hella dudes. Chained up to them ladies, and the ladies were walking them like dogs. It was a whole parade of them mm. just walking down the street one time, walking dudes like dogs. Sounds <laughs> <laughs> hot, yeah. And I was, I mean, I was like nineteen years old. I saw this shit. And I was like, this makes me very uncomfortable. That's and I don't so know hot. what I don't know what they were promoting. I don't know if it was a movie mm. or a band. All or, dogs go to heaven. Yeah, <laughs> that's what they were promoting. But it was hella ladies walking dudes on chains. I mean, that's like a. Have you guys ever been to the Folsom Street Fair, or do you know what it is? No. no. Oh, I think like I have BDSM. actually in San Francisco. Yeah. No, I haven't. And you'll see that shit there, but it's it's like uh yeah it's like a they it's all in the streets it's like kind of like leather daddies a lot of like kink it tends to be more dude heavy it's very like queer friendly but a lot more like men mm. so there's a lot of dicks and a lot of aggression uh but it is uh yeah it's like that that I almost bought a collar there because I thought it would be funny fun, well funny but I don't know I, I'm always like down for experiment stuff like I've never done anything like that but I had a boyfriend at the time and I was like oh maybe I should get a collar and then I went and checked it out and they were fifty five dollars and I was Damn. like fuck that but then just the the other day I was at Petco and I was like did you know you can get these for like seven dollars like if you if you just <laughs> so hot get tip a if you're one. like not sure you really want to get into that but you like want to play around go to Petco because seven dollars collar that'll do the trick. $55 I, uh, is insane. Yeah, that's too much for anything. I got beef with BDSM. <laughs> Why? Okay. Because I was experimental in college. Like, you know what I mean? I was trying stuff out and all of that. Mm-hmm. But, like, not even in college. Like, mostly with my relationship when I was out of college. <laughs> but uh, I, 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 like, would read about it. And I feel like anytime we read about BDSM, the next thing is peeing on people. Like, what? It, like, you know no. what I mean? Like, anytime you, like, try to, like, watch, like, a PDSM porn video, like, okay, I get it. You whipping the dude, okay. Mm-hmm. You whipping the girl, okay. And then somebody started peeing on somebody. <laughs> and I'm like, come on. That's not what I signed up for. Yeah. I just wanted, like, uh-huh. some BDSM. But somebody always peeing on somebody. It's like they always have to go more extreme. I yeah. just found out about a friend of mine, and she's not, like, in this lifestyle at all. But she- And this happened, I think, on Hinge. Someone asked her if... um he could serve her like if she he was like i'm looking for a goddess to serve mm-hmm. and all she does is text him insults and like is mean to him and she, he like venmos her money oh those that's a big like, thing and like a, it's like a paid pig or something is what yeah. they call all of these terms i'm like this is what they're called but i'm like they all sound like derogatory but uh i guess that's what he calls himself but he he's like yeah so you be mean to me and then i will just venmo you money oh man I'm like, that sounds kind of cool have you heard of jois <laughs> have you heard of jois we always talk about no. porn on this podcast but it's Jerk off instructionals. 
They no. teach you how to jerk off? No, it's somebody like basically talking to you and telling you how to jerk off like while oh. you're it's like, but like one in of those, a sexual like, way yeah but like you know like they're like it's usually goddesses and stuff like oh, that okay. and that's another one where like I'll watch a couple of them and I'll be like oh this is interesting to me like a girl being like I want you to take it and like, I'm like okay I'll do that but then all of a sudden she started asking me to eat my cum <laughs> and you're like no no that's too far it always goes one step too far <laughs> too much but I think it's like you can pause it I used to have a joke but, about um how I like GPS because uh, I like being told to do or I was trying to make it work with like a vibrator GPS it never mm. quite worked but that's what that is it's just like a person being like turn left tur- mm. touch your clit and that's like, good <laughs> I like being instructed but then you made me eat my cum <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh uh, this may be, this may be too much of a question. Oh, ask it, ask it. Wait, I thought of a weird, wild thing I saw that's not okay. as sad as okay. the heroin. But, and then Jaki, save your question because I want you to ask it. Okay, okay. Before, okay, wait, 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 it's real quick. I, I saw, I happened upon like an outdoor. I think it was one of those festivals or something. I can't remember. This. I was doing comedy there, and they, um, there was a woman who put, um, like, like a long. It wasn't like a. Beer, but it can't have been sharp. But she put it up her vagina. No, she did a she did like a backwards no. bend. Yeah, and then she did that, and it made me be like, ah! Well, she did a backwards bend. Did she land on the thing? No, she like stuck it up. Like she was like upside down and stuck it up. Her, oh, it was, but she didn't flip with it, no, right? She like, was she very didn't, like... flexible. No, and but it was like it it was like uncomfortable to watch, but also you couldn't look away because it was like <laughs> I was like. I don't like it's one of those things where I'm like I don't like this and I don't need to ever see this. I get that it's like great you probably worked really hard on this and mm-hmm. I understand this is like a craft. Mm-hmm. But like I couldn't look away. Have y'all ever you oh, so sorry. No, go ahead. Have y'all ever YouTube performance art on YouTube? No, cuz I on I, YouTube, I respect my time so I don't. You know, you, all right, so two things. Here's something that I watched on YouTube before. That actually I've, I've used for, you know, things oh I've had okay. to. Is, oh it is uh, people, his, his women, who sit at the table and oh, come on, have to Jackie, read a book. That book. That's have easy. to read a book. Yes, and well, they're, yes. And, they and, then, and then they're reading a book yes. and like the whole time somebody's under the table like vibrating, vibrating them. Vibrating them, yes. And then like, yes. you know, vibrating them to completion while they're reading this Classic book. Classic literature. Yeah. yeah, it I was. Like uh, the, I You're think supporting the, women reading. I, yeah. <laughs> I think the idea behind it was like that. Like every time we see a woman coming, like in porn or something like that, they're being like dehumanized and stuff. Like they're not being intellectualized. So it was, yeah. about, it was the idea of like seeing a woman read something intellectual while orgasming. Yeah, and then me, I was, was like, like, "This is going to jerk off to this." Yeah, I was like, "For me, this is just <laughs> like this is a real <laughs> orgasm. <Yeah>. Like this <laughs> is like so this is this turns me on even more because <laughs> this ain't a fake porn yeah. orgasm." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is very interesting to like see somebody reading Huck Finn. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Wow. I've watched, I've watched all, almost all of those. I watch all of those. And I can, I guarantee you, if you put a gun to my head, I couldn't tell you a single <laughs> sentence of any fucking. <laughs> That's a new. That should be a new audi- audible uh, series, just like audiobooks, But Yo. like the reader is getting jerked off. <laughs> that actually, I that don't know actually... if you want to hear a dude getting jerked off while reading a book. It's not. Uh, hold on, let me see. Uh, oh right, yeah. Yeah. So reading this. <laughs> Keith had insisted to Salzman that he was. I think oh, men. No, I don't know. Men yeah. orgasming has to be one of the worst sounding things ever. Every time I listen to myself, I'm like, I sound terrible. Yeah. I, don't, I feel like it depends on the person. If it's someone you like and or love, you should love them. But if you love them, I feel like <laughs> <laughs> it's nice. It's nice to ha- feel like somebody's happy. But I think 
women, I don't have to care as much. Like, like a nameless woman, yeah. like coming, I'm like, cool, that's nice. Like, I can appreciate that. But I feel like a strange man coming is like to me. I'm like, that's gross. Like, yeah, if it, I don't it, know it, him, it sounds awful. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, what do you want from me? All right. We, I tried to wait. I want to say this. I tried to read Literatica. Have you guys ever? Oh boy, you already talking to your boy, yo. Oh my god, who your no, authors, because, bro? Well, here's the thing. I'm not that I'm into. Oh, that's right. I've never heard of this. Anna, we talked. Anna um, responded to a tweet. Mm-hmm. But this was after I I tried mm-hmm. to get into it, and then she's like, "If you need recommendations, talk to Edgar. Talk to your boy." But I tried because <laughs> um my friend, my other friend of mine recommended, it, and she was like, "Yeah, I get into fan fiction." I was like, "You know what? I like reading." I like sexting. Maybe it's just like long form sex, but I couldn't get through it because this, first of all, it took so long to find anything that I was like mildly interested in. And then the writing has to be good. And this one was like, okay, writing's okay. But there was a whole paragraph about how this girl made her own shirt. And she was like, it's about like her and her teacher. And I was like, okay, cool. Classic, whatever. I can get into this. But then she was just like, she had made her own shirt. Her grandmother had taught her how to sew mm-hmm. the buttons on the shirt. Were like, I was like, I don't care. <laughs> nah, <laughs> why, you gotta, why do I need to know you made your shirt? Because then when the guy tears the shirt, you go, damn, she spent a lot of time on I that shirt. I don't need to know that she knows how <laughs> He ripped it just to get to them titties. (laughs) Uh, No, but literatica is like you got to find your author. Like you know what I mean. I only read one author. I won't say her name because I don't want y'all to know what I'm into. Uh, But uh, uh, (laughs) um, like you read, you read, you find that one author and you stick with them, man. And like sometimes some of them will do series, and you see your favorite characters come back. I don't know. I think literatica is great. I I would I would listen to an audio book of that. I try to find them, but here's what I'll tell you, Jaquise, and this might sound <laughs> fucked up, but it's best. You, how you it imagine actually, that person sounding? Yeah, because is, then, cause when you hear how they sound, then you go, damn. Yeah, this and then it's it also fake, too. Sure. Like they would be faking any type of pleasure. Yeah, but I more so mean when you find out what the author sounds like. You oh, know, sometimes most you can audiobooks just, aren't. Are, are most audiobooks generally the author? Yeah, I would say most I of them. Mean, a lot of the time, I've auditioned for a lot of audiobooks. Not always, but <laughs> these ones on Little Erotica because it's just fan created content. They're not hiring somebody. That's right. So That's like, right. I remember I listened to like one of my favorite authors put out an audiobook. I was like, let me listen to her, and then she was <laughs> clearly in her sixties. <laughs> and I was like, oh. He took his dick. And I said, no, <laughs> no, this is hey, some man. this and- is some English teacher writing this on her free time. <laughs> Ain't nothing oh wrong with a sixty-year-old English teacher liking some dick. English teachers are all freaky, for <laughs> sure. They, every single high school English teacher has written literatic. Of course, <laughs> they're writing at their prose, where like you know the guys from whatever those books are, Pride and Prejudice, are just raw dogging people. Mm. <laughs> writing what the Bronte sisters I'm sure couldn't they just write. Didn't have condoms back then, so it, every all sex. Everybody's raw, raw dogging now. They had like hide, didn't they? So you used like hide. I, I wouldn't. You would, well, yeah, because we have better technology now. I feel like back then, no, even back like, then, I'd be like, What is this shit I'm putting on my dick to not feel this pussy? <laughs> uh, I feel like they just banked aggressive. on some of the kids getting pneumonia and, or something. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> like, These kids will die like, of the plague yeah. when they're born. <laughs> they're like, Five out of 14 kids will live. So. Come on, baby. It's okay if I knock you up. You're not going to last childbirth, anyways. <laughs> oh, no. Right. Yeah. <laughs> It's awful. Oh, no. So fucked up. So fucked up. Because you wanted to ask a question. But yeah, yeah. What was your I question? I feel like it's you should probably... ask it. No, I want to know your question. Okay. After the break. I'll do that. We'll be back. Good morning. Back. 
My voice we just all has took a, a long my, nap. Yeah, my voice just has like a good morning to you good feel to his fucking. I don't even self. know what you mean by that, but I still agree. A very just like soothing voice. Uh, just like uh, I'm waking up and my voice is crusty. Mm. That's oh, how crusty I feel. is not a good word. You don't like the word crusty. Like, I was on board until you said crusty. They used to be a part uh, of the lexicon in school. Be like, damn, you look crusty as hell. Yeah, you look crusty, man. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Teresa. I, it's probably <laughs> best that this question has been pushed back because it's, it's ridiculous. Okay. Uh, but you said something about eating your cum. I didn't eat it. I <laughs> no, just no, want to no. be clear that she no, instructed me to do so. We all heard that you so. ate your cum, okay? I, all right, you didn't eat it. But now nah, these niggas is gonna be all up in my mouth. No, no, no. No, 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 no. I but, didn't eat it. She just asked me to, and I said no. I closed the video. As a dude, though, you and her Teresa, up and you can feel free to answer this as okay. as the opposite of Edgar. I feel like I have an Edgar. idea what you're gonna ask. As okay. a dude, after you've done your thing, have you ever just like dipped a finger in and and tasted it? <laughs> Never. But. Have I ever tasted it because of like, you know, I'm kissing either someone. eating yeah, yeah, kissing someone yeah. or eating after like, you know, yes. But I've never dipped a finger and tasted it. <laughs> <laughs> a Just to wonder like I wonder what this tastes like. Now nigga, I feel like you're telling me that you have. I, yeah, you know? I have. Uh-huh. I have. I mean, in teenage years when you're just curious, you're have just you? like, you know what? The imagery of dipping a finger is so nasty. (laughs) (laughs) But no, I've heard that before. I've heard people who enjoy their own taste, and I'm like, good for you. You should. If if other people are eating it. I didn't enjoy Um, it. I'm not not one for uh, dipping a finger, but I have have smelled a finger. I have. Because sometimes you just want to know. You're just hanging out with middle school boys? No, you just want to know what is going on. And it's like, Mm -hmm. okay, cool. Everything's still good. So, you know, you just want to be like, everything's great so oh would you like smell and go uh oh I gotta find the nearest Planned Parenthood I gotta see an OBGYN immediately <laughs> how daunting uh, <laughs> she said she smelled it to see if everything's well, okay, still all good how is smelling good. worse than tasting I didn't taste it <laughs> you case. said you ate it I don't think there's I what's wrong with that it. sometimes you want to you know you just want to make sure everything because if you're like if yeah. somebody's down there you're like what, is, what are they what, is it what, are they yeah, what are they doing what are they experiencing with no, that's you're like, everything's good Great. then okay then let's say this if you're a man and you want your girl to swallow your load your mm-hmm. best <laughs> Follow it first. Yeah, but you should you should at least see what she's quality following. check. Yeah, you should make sure check. it's not poison. Dip, yeah. Dip, yeah. dip one finger <laughs> in. <laughs> dip one finger in, and then just tip of the tongue. Make yeah, a little you, shot yeah. glass clink and do the shot together. That's right. You gotta, so many people have probably turned this. This, off. this podcast has turned off a long time ago. <laughs> right now, it's like these niggas so far have told us about tasting cum, watching people read and cum. <laughs> oh, but I was talking about that uh, the s- performance art videos, right? Yeah, yeah. So, what? so there's one I saw one time because we used to YouTube this in class and just laugh. But one I saw that I did not laugh at, and it was a woman. I think she was trying to do a piece about oppression, and I think it was in a school. I will, I will guess it was Berkeley because it feels like the kind of school they do some <laughs> shit like this. Checks out. And the woman was like talking about oppression and stuff like that, and she was talking about the pain that she feels as a woman, and all of a sudden she squirted from her <gasps> vagina. Spaghettios. Wait, so was she naked this whole time? <laughs> no, she pulled on her pants and then shot a bunch of Spaghettios out of her vagina oh into a God. bowl. That's just. Oh, <laughs> and man. then she ate them. No. <laughs> no she didn't eat them. Oh, please tell me she but didn't eat them. She didn't eat them, but that was like it was like I think about like the society is crushing her to oh, it. like no. you know what I mean. And now she's like liquidated. Was it Karen Finley by any chance? Do you I know? Don't know her? Who it she was. was one of the like um I think there were like four uh, artists who got these grant like New York City Arts grant. 
many years ago, but she would put, they took it back because of some of the stuff they did was very controversial, but she would like stuff iceberg lettuce, I think, like chocolate up her vagina. But she, when I went to NYU as a freshman, was our um, like freshman year, like, a speaker oh really because <laughs> it was and i was like this is so nyu of course you bring in the woman who mm-hmm. sticks things up her vagina as art <laughs> i mean i think she is i think it is art i do think it's art did you all watch like art 21 any of those videos it, i i do think it's art but it's also fun to make fun of and i see its merit but i also see how ridiculous it is it's just like Oh, I used to have a joke. Well, I only then it, people got mad, so I stopped doing it. But uh, I was like, uh, I put up thing. I what did I say? Like putting things up. Like a lot of people, um, get called artists for putting things up their vagina. I'm like, I've had enough shitty male comics up my vagina to call it art. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if people got mad. See, that's a good joke. People were like, name names. Or I was like, it's just a joke. I wasn't really saying people are shitty. But then I think a lot of the guys were like, oh, what are you saying about my comedy? I'm like. It's bad. Oh, it's bad. <laughs> it's bad, and so is your dick game. Be honest. Let's be honest in 2019. Your comedy and your dick game was trash. <laughs> yeah. Um. I. Uh. <laughs> I. I. I think performance art is cool. I like it. Even though, man, this party's going. This party hard. next door is going. It's going very so high. hard. But um, I, I like. There's this one that I saw of this woman in New York where she wanted to talk about how we all have too much stuff. Mm-hmm. We have too much stuff. So what she did is she rolled all of her stuff in a big giant ball and <laughs> rolled it across New York City. I think that's funny. I think that's yeah. great. Like I get the message; it's very clear. Yeah. And she's just pushing this big ball of shit all across New York. Yeah, it makes people talk. I mean, yeah, I, I like I like stuff like that too. But I feel like as comedians, and I don't know if you guys agree with this, but sometimes I'm like, I'll have moments, especially when I'm depressed, and I'm like, I just want to like write poetry and do something deep, and then I'll have an instinct to do something like that. But I always stop myself because I'm always like, it just. Like being a comedian, didn't doing something that people just read it differently, and so then I'll never, oh, yeah. I'll never post stuff like that. But you get shit on, you get shit yeah, on for sure. But then there's something really refreshing for someone who's just so them and like doesn't care and knows how performance art is seen, and still is like, I'm gonna just like you know walk around naked and squirting chocolate syrup on myself and call it art. And it's like it is because it's still coming from something and it yeah. makes people feel. So that's what art is. But yes, you are gonna get laughed at, and that's fine. And uh, there's something refreshing for someone so liberated to just do that. (laughs) I'm not brave enough to be as weird as I want to be. Like, I agree with you 100%. What's something that you want to do that you're not brave enough to do? I want to do a one-man show. Do okay. it. That's not that but weird. That's not weird. But I want it to be weird. Like, I want it to, like, you know, like, I see what Loftus does. I'm like, oh, I think that's really oh, yeah. cool and shit like that. But I'm just not that kind of dude. I've never been that kind of dude. I'm a behind-the-scenes mm-hmm. kind of dude. You can be. It literally not, just nah. takes making yourself that. Vulnerable. You, like, well, that, but also it's like, um, what, what do they say? Dress for the job you want. If you start being like, I am this. I'm mm-hmm. the one-man show guy. People will start calling you. I don't want. I don't want people to start calling me the one man show guy. I think that's what we're talking about right now. <laughs> I don't. And there yeah. goes that one man yeah. show guy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I know people who post poetry, and I'm always like, I don't. Yeah, I. You I, hate them. Yeah, I know. I'm like, good for you, but also, yeah. And then you know when you hate them more, you hate them more when it's good. Yeah, well, because it's usually not bad. It's just that it's like it's so earnest. It's coming. Yeah. yeah. And there's this dude who sends. A monthly email about things I'm doing. Oh God, mm. which I hate. I'm I'm sorry. <laughs> I promote a lot of shows, but I hate it. Like, don't send it. me one email a month. Yeah. Like, I would rather just ignore your promo <laughs> on Facebook or Twitter, like everybody else does for everything. 
And it's just, but then you, then I catch catch myself saying, "All right, I'm not going to unsubscribe because really, what's the harm in just yeah not reading it as opposed yeah. to letting him still send it because it makes him feel better. It makes him feel better. It's earnest, you know. It's it not like he's works. trying to be a dick or anything. Like I bet that. some yeah. people do read sure. it and go to this. I mean, yeah. as comedians, like we're just going to be more desensitized to like emails like that. But then yes. like a friend it might be like, oh cool, I'm glad you sent me that. Yeah, someone right. who actually has hearts and feelings. <laughs> Which is not us. Well, I think in comedy it's just like very strongly it's I, I think like Teresa has a point in that it's very strongly discouraged to be not necessarily authentic, but emotional. Like uh, like you know what I mean? Like I think that's why a lot of people kind of shit on the net. Is mm-hmm. because, you know, she's cracking jokes and, you know, not all of them are the greatest jokes. But then halfway through, she just starts talking about something that's very real. And I think, yeah. like, everyone was like, those aren't the rules. That's not what we signed up for. Like, you know what I mean? Like, if someone started doing an improv set and in the middle of that improv set started telling a traumatic story about, like, something that happened to them, I think yeah. I'd be pissed off. I think <laughs> I would because I'd be like, that's not the rules. But then also, why do we care about the rules? I don't know. It's weird. It's weird. That, that was so interesting to me because I actually felt like it was structured with a lot of jokes. It was just the subject matter wasn't something a lot of people who watch stand-up comedy are used to hearing about. Sure. So I think there is this feeling of like, this doesn't feel like what I've seen. But mm-hmm. if you really break it down structurally, it was like full of punchlines and jokes. And uh, it's not any different from like another story just because that story itself makes people uncomfortable. Yeah. So you felt like it was more of the subject matter. Like they were I just think like, so, yeah. They weren't even getting. They weren't even hearing the jokes that were in there because of the subject matter. Some of that, and some of the jokes, I feel like I was the audience. I was like, "That's a punchline, and that's funny to me." Uh, but, but like when she was making fun of men, I could see how a man would be like, "I don't think that's funny." Yeah, I'm not like that, and they're not seeing the the cleverness of like, well, she's just addressing this thing. She's that's not saying true. you, you know, Edgar, listening to this are yeah. this way. She's just trying to flip the script a bit. But it would almost be like. If I went and I watched a stand-up special that was, like, all about what it's like to be Guatemalan, I would be yeah. like, this shit ain't funny at all. But it's only because <laughs> I have no context or yeah. reference for what's... But I've even been in the position, I feel like when I was starting out watching comedy, a lot of times I hear jokes about, you know, the hacky jokes about, like, Asian people or women being bad mm-hmm. drivers. And I, like, understand why that is, like, a joke because I get the stereotype. Like, I'm aware of it. But mm. it's not, it doesn't... It wasn't necessarily funny to me because it's not something I've encountered or think is particularly true. Right. But when I hear it, like everyone laughs and I laugh along because I'm like conditioned to be like punchline laugh. Uh, so I feel like it's similar when I'm like I can get on board because that's the narrative of a um, like the mainstream sort of like like more like 80s white hacky comedy. Mm-hmm. I know what it's supposed to be. So I'll laugh even when I'm like, that didn't make me really laugh. Then when Nanette or Hannah talks about stuff that I'm like, I actually do think that's funny. I think on the flip side, like men a lot aren't. of the men don't know how to get, uh, don't know how to put themselves in our shoes to mm. laugh at the structure of the joke, because mm. they're just like that doesn't apply to me. Is that funny? I don't think it's funny. And that's unfair because here <laughs> you've been all these years laughing at yeah, all these bad Yeah, I'm laughing at their driving. dumbass <laughs> <Yeah>. jokes. <laughs> I'm like, good job. I see you tried to write a joke there. Yeah, <laughs> but they're not helping you out. Mm-hmm. I appreciate I appreciate the comedic structure of that <laughs> yeah, joke. Yeah, I appreciate that you had a setup and a punchline, <laughs> even though the punchline and even the setup was at my expense. <laughs> <laughs> it was all at my expense. Uh, you do a show uh, that we've both been on. Yes. I think we've been on it after 
the last time you were on Culture Kings. No, uh, I was. No, I, I was number one. I was her very first, first guest. guest. No, 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 I'm not talking about that oh, one. I'm talking about the the Ariana Grande. Oh, oh yes, okay. Yes. Yeah, All right. yeah. I don't think we've had you on since me and Edgar have been on that show. Yeah. Uh, is there? I, I'm always interested <laughs> in people when they. I'm always interested when podcasts kind of cover just a single artist or a single album. Sure. Uh, is there another artist that you would love to do a podcast on right now? Ooh. Because your show is called Pod is a Woman. Yeah, it's called Pod is a Woman. We're going through, we started with Sweetener and now we're going through Thank You Next. Uh-huh. Uh, who knows where we'll go after that. Maybe she'll have a gift us with another album. Right. Or maybe she'll finally realize that she should go back to Nickelodeon. I don't know. Maybe we'll see, maybe. Teresa. I mean, maybe you don't we'll think, you don't think, she, you don't think she's moved on to Fox? She was on Fox for a while. Scream what? Queens. She was on Scream Queens. She was going to Scream Queens for a while. I like Scream Queens. I think it's a very good show. Fox makes good shows. (laughs) She's on, um, oh, because you write for Fox. I don't know what you're talking about, Teresa. I'm an authentic (laughs) fan of Fox content. Mm -hmm. Oh, boy. You've become one of them. Um, He's one. He's one. Who was that? Yeah, all right, because that kind of almost started slightly as a joke, because it's fun. I think pop fandom is so fun, because it's like, you can kind of hate yourself for liking a popular diva. So in terms of starting another, I don't know. I mean, there's there's tons of musicians that I love that I like would love to get, like that don't have mainstream. Like I love King Princess and she's blowing up right now. And um, and she's like a queer mu- singer-songwriter. She's mm-hmm. cool. But like they don't just don't have, without pop studios behind them, they just don't have a body of work, I think, to right. like, d- dive so deep into. Um, so I don't know. That's a good question, though. Yeah, I don't know. What about I somebody know. classic? Which yeah, I know yeah, is yeah, classic. Like, which is weird to do because I always yeah, feel those like are weird to go back. No. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. always fun. I mean, there's so many about like Britney already that I wouldn't necessarily do that. But I see I grew up with, I grew up as a teeny bopper. So I do think for me, it's a lot of fun to talk about the nostalgia because it t- also ties to memories for me. Like if I did a uh, podcast about like Backstreet Boys, I could talk about my memories and being a kid and what that meant to me and all that, even though I'm like, it's not particularly deep or mm-hmm. cool, but it just, but I think that's interesting though. And I think that people care, like you said, like fandom is so interesting now that the people would care about your fandom and they'd relate to you. Yeah. Can I, can Who, I get, yeah, who's yours? Well, I, I wouldn't, I personally, I, the thought of doing that, like doesn't <laughs> for me, doesn't, I don't have the same creative, like, you know what I mine for reviewing albums on albums on out or like oh, just in that way. To, you like a widespread. Well, you know what yeah. actually would be an interesting thing, and I don't know that I would actually enjoy this, but I thought about it. There's a lot of songs I didn't discover, like Americana, kind of like traditionally, like kind of like whatever, like very Midwesters. I don't know, just not not like uh, a lot of like. Is it Americana? Like what's his face? Like Bruce Springsteen? Yeah, um, I know what you mean. Like uh, Jack and Diane. That kind of stuff. A lot of those songs I didn't discover till I literally became a comedian and did karaoke with white people. Mm-hmm. And I was like, these are all songs everybody knows that I've never heard. Mm-hmm. And I do think there it could be interesting to explore those songs. I'm like, I was just about <laughs> to I say, would be on that podcast. Like yes. songs that I did not grow up having any reference to. Right. My parents yeah. are immigrants. Like See, they didn't listen to any of this. We're in the same mind because I was going to say I have a pitch for you. Oh yeah. Would you do an album? No. Would you do an album? Like the older album that you probably had never heard or listened to a lot, and then review that. For, yes. And you're also coming at it from because yeah. I was like, I, w- I would give you like songs in the key of life by Stevie Wonder. 
okay. Uh, Such a great album. I do like Stevie Wonder. Or or whatever. Or in this instance, like that. Like songs that we didn't, like people of color probably didn't know growing up and was introduced to. Yeah. Uh, I do think that's super interesting because, I mean, I'm sure you guys have been in karaoke comedy rooms where everyone goes crazy for a song and you're like, what the fuck is is this this? song? (laughs) A lot. Or what also happens to me is I'll be like, yo, have y'all heard this song, Piano Man? That shit goes hard. And they're like, yeah, man, we've heard that song since we We sing it at every wedding that we go to. Yeah, I'm like, I've never heard this shit. While y'all doing the cha-cha slide, we singing Piano Man. What's that one? There's one that goes like, (laughs) is this Springsteen the one that goes like, hold on, hold on. I have no idea. I feel like that one. There's like those songs, they always sound like, they always sounds like a truck driver on a rainy road. Just like about to cheat on his wife. That's always. Oh, 100%. (laughs) Uh, My coworkers, we were trying to like have like a positive drive because, you know, the drive to work was like 40 minutes and we're trying to have a positive drive. So we listened to the album Rumors (laughs) and I'd never heard the whole album. I know the album, like the hot tracks. Uh, yeah, but I was definitely talking about the Fleetwood Mac. <laughs> uh, but um, uh, I was listening to that album. And I was like, "Yo, some of the songs of this album go hard." But I had, but they were like seeing it like they'd heard it for a thousand years. And mm. yeah, I definitely I agree with you. Like that, that would be such an interesting thing of like maybe the structure of the podcast would be like people of color bring on a song that white people like that they've yeah. never heard of and before. Then it for, yeah, that's actually fun. That's, that's a fun, fun That's a fun podcast. I can't have Teresa. another podcast. I have two podcasts. Teresa. You're talking to people with too many also podcasts. two podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> Teresa, you can do it. You can okay, do maybe it. when we finish, thank you next. I'll All bring right. it up with you. All right. That's, your ne- that's the next one. I, I mean, think you and Jakey should co-host it. That would I mean, also be a fun live show because um, you be. could do the karaoke song. And then yeah. sit down and talk to the guests oh, about it. Are we building a live show? Let's do it, man. Let's play. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we'll come up with a date for this live show right after the break. We'll be back. Hello, Twitter world. Yours truly. What? Uh, come on, Jaquise. You know better than that, Jaquise. You know better Yours than truly. that. Truly, that's also an Ariana Grande album title. OJ Simpson. Yours, no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Have you not been seeing the Twitter? You not seeing OJ Simpson's Twitter? And he always starts oh, every. Yeah. He always starts every video. Twitter world. Hello, Twitter world. Yours truly. <laughs> I think Jaquise Neal might be the up. only man who was excited for OJ Simpson to be on no, Twitter. No, I was not at all. <laughs> Don't put that shit on me. I was not at all. Jaquise was stoked. But every time I just hear those phrases, it cracks me the fuck up because it is so funny to me. Uh, so, anyway, I have a date. He can't vote, right? I don't know. Can you, why? Because he, he was a felon? He was a felon. Are felons not Does allowed to vote once they get out? I think that's like a thing, right? Like, uh, like felons can't vote. Isn't that why it was such a big deal that Florida just passed that thing where they're going to try and reinstate certain felons' voting rights back? Mm. And I know who doesn't like that. Yeah, that's why. Right. So they were fighting it. Yeah, but I think like I, that, I mean that's it. like you know that's definitely like a big hotep conspiracy. Is that that's why they imprison so many black men on phony charges? So was they so that they can't vote. I mean, I don't not believe that, but I don't believe it from oh. a singular standpoint. Oh, I believe it from a systematic standpoint. Yeah, of course, that's what they're talking about. Yeah, but uh, can I mean, you yeah. imagine? Can you imagine if a white, like a, a cop, like you know what? Let's go arrest some niggas so they can't vote. <laughs> I mean, yes, weird. I can imagine that. That's sad. That's sad. That's fucking sad. 
I'm always one step away from being a hotep. One Twitter like away. I don't think so. You never nah. Sometimes I'll go on Twitter and I'll see somebody talking about something. I'm like, hell yeah, I agree, and I'll follow them. <laughs> and then oh, a day later, they'll put up some shit of like, oh, no. <laughs> why did I follow this person? Yeah, <laughs> that happens to be someone like that. Be like, yo, Kevin Durant gets so much disrespect. I'm like, hell yeah, I'll follow them. I'll be like. <laughs> Why does the black woman not let me talk to her in the streets yet expects yeah. me to marry her? And I go, whoa, this is not what I signed <laughs> no. up for. This is not what I signed up for. Mm-hmm. You got to look. You got to do your research before you smash that follow button, man. Go look at at least five to ten tweets. That don't happen to you, Teresa? You don't follow but somebody because of like one thing that they said. You're like, oh, that's really cool. I'll follow them. And then you see what they're really yeah, about. Yeah, and then you're like, what? Yeah, I don't do a lot of follows of strangers, but I do sometimes like, oh. yeah, I'll, I'll for sure. And yeah, it happens for big things, like for sports and things where it's like everyone comes together who might be uh, vastly different viewpoints. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're like, yeah. And then later you're like, yeah, this person's a uh, hmm, problematic. Yeah. <laughs> it's wild. It's wild. It's wild that you could agree with somebody on one thing and completely disagree with them on another it's a lot of the devil's advocate types like the people mm-hmm. like i'll be like like a peripheral like third degree friend who i've like met in like through a friend of a friend of a friend at a thing so they're facebook friends and then i'll see a long post where like just to play devil's advocate here like if a woman accuses a man of rape and i'm like okay unfollow like yep. mm-hmm. <laughs> well how do we get linked up i do that shit so much where i just mute or unfollow so i was like i don't know you i met you once i'm tired of hearing you you know what I hate is when there is a person who every day on Facebook or whatever, everything is just the biggest, like almost like they want to fight somebody. Mm-hmm. Man, you know, these niggas ain't shit out here. I, you know, I mean, that motherfucker, Ray Ray. And I'm just like, all right, man, like every day, I don't know you. I don't need to see this from you anymore. And I do, I do worry, though, that we unfollow and mute ourselves into... Bubbles. An Our echo bubble. chamber, yeah. yeah, of just the shit that we want to hear and stuff like that. Hmm. Uh, but then it's also like, well, yeah, I don't want to hear certain people. But shit. it's just social media. I mean, I think I still seek other opinions and viewpoints, like in my life, but on my Facebook feed, just for my friends. I, I'm not about. I don't need. You know, I, I don't know if someone is not my friend. Mm. I don't. I'm totally fine with unfollowing them. Uh, yeah, I guess it, but I know what you mean. Cause then people just surround themselves. Like we have the luxury as comedians who interact with people like on a strangers on a daily basis. Right. We have the luxury of like meeting people with different viewpoints and being open to that. Right. Whereas like in small towns, if you're constantly weeding out people who disagree with you and you're not meeting new people, like it can be dangerous. And it's dangerous. It's dangerous. Teresa, I want people to know what's coming next for you. Let's talk, <laughs> let's talk about, let's talk about you, Teresa, just for a little bit. Uh, what's what's up, Teresa? How are you? <laughs> so are formal. You? Yeah, let's get formal. How are you, Teresa? Stand up comedian. Mm-hmm. For those who don't know, or don't remember, <laughs> uh, Teresa, you were part of our one year show. Yes. Yes. So Which fun. I oh I forget when people are on those shows that that will those are released episodes. I got high hear. with uh open mic eagle backstage right before, and we didn't know when we were supposed to come back on. Mm-hmm. And I was like, shit, I'm too high, and I almost was like, maybe I just won't be on stage. No, we called for you. No, we called for you. Then you did, and it was fine. But I was all drunk or high. I was just so high. Like I, like I usually don't smoke before I go on stage, but I had already done my set, and I was like, "Sure, okay, it'll be fun." And then I was like, "I'm so high." Oh, you could hear me get fucked up live on that podcast because I came out so strong. I was roasting the keys and stuff like that, and then by the end of it, I'm saying, "Yeah." (laughs) Like I'm just drunk. I'm just so drunk I can't talk anymore. I love it. So. Mm Hmm. 
What's coming down the pipeline for you, Teresa? What's some shit you want to talk about? Besides uh, making YouTube performance art videos. Mm -hmm. um, no. I'm no. <laughs> Is that why you came here with all those SpaghettiOs? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm caught. Uh, no, I, I have a short film actually called uh -huh. I Think She Likes You. We've yes. been touring it around. Um, yes. So it'll be in L.A. at Outfest July 19th. Um, but it's, it's going to play a few more places. And then eventually online, if we can... Figure all that, the the paperwork out. No, it'll be online at some point. It went to Tribeca. You went to Tribeca yeah. with it. Yes, Which yes. I think is dope as shit. I did, yeah. Mm -hmm. so I'm, I'm very happy with it. I'm excited. I, I co-wrote it with Christine Medrano, who's another stand-up. Shout out. Yeah, she's great. Old-time homie. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, uh, Josh Fadim is in it as well. It's directed by Bridie Elliott. Um, but it's Shout about out. a threesome through the female gaze. So mm. we bring home a guy. Who's Josh? And instead of like entering this like sexy physical fantasy, he enters the emotional relationship. So it's kind of like Ooh. you think it's gonna go one way, and then it, he it flips it. Can I say something problematic? Sure. And look, it's you can school me or whatever. It's not, <laughs> nothing that happens next is your responsibility. Okay. Oh boy. When I saw when I saw the trailer or the clips I've seen from it, it sparked a nightmare in me. <laughs> in that that Good. is like one of my biggest fears. Yeah. Is like I don't know what the plot is, but what I assume the plot was was these two girls are in a relationship, and one of them brings a dude around to make the other one mad, and obviously you know that's a male thing because I'm like <laughs> you're using like the man is like you know what I mean, mm -hmm. but I was just like, this is my worst nightmare. <laughs> it, it definitely uh, like of somebody bringing another dude home to make you mad. Yeah, I mean, well, that's a legitimate thing to be but no nah, but like like me being like by woman like you yeah, know like I mean? you're like, tricked like tricked. Oh, i yeah. get you i it, get you it's not uh it's not exactly that but i'm glad you said that because it does spark very different emotions in different people depending on what your experience is and i think that's good and ultimately it is a comedy so we try to like use comedy as a way to bridge all those differences um but yeah we've gotten that a lot like a lot of men will watch it and put themselves in the shoe of the man, which they should, because, mm -hmm. you know, that's how you enter a story. But our hope is that by the end, you uh, have a bigger picture of it's the situation. It's a story about women. Yeah, it's a story about the women's relationship with each other. So Josh Fadum is a prop. Yeah, he's kind <laughs> of a prop. He's so great in it. He's so wow. funny. Yeah. So you're just objectifying <laughs> Josh Fadum. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, you know, we objectify the man, and we're wow. not sorry. So. <laughs> <laughs> No, he's great. He's great in it. I love Josh Fadum. Uh, Better Call Saul. Yeah. yeah. And he has rock. a very, 30 Rock, and he has a very weird show uh -huh. at, uh, at UCB, or maybe he does at Satellite where he's attached to this other the dude. The Rope, him and yes. Johnny. Oh my oh, God. Oh my God, that show's so, show. one of the first times I ever interned at UCB, they did that show, and they tried to eat a chicken, <laughs> and they were like tied together on a rope, and they tear the whole chicken up to pieces, and it flies everywhere in the theater. And I don't remember it because we had to clean that chicken <laughs> all up. That would be salty. Oh my goodness, <laughs> it's so salty. <laughs> but those shows, I, 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 going back to performance art, that is like in the realm of yes. comedy. I wish I was yeah. weird enough to do. Like I don't think I'm, I'd be brave enough to do a show as stupid as. Rope. I think you could pull it off. Or laid. Have you ever seen laid? I, oh yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I, I couldn't. I'm not that guy. Natalie. Palomides. Could you do like a jackass? Oh, I would love. I used to want to be like a part of a jackass type crew. Yeah, but that's not performance art. That's yes. like that's, I mean, it's you know, jockish behavior. I really, I mean, you know, I relate to that feeling of wanting to, but not because I've I've like dabbled and stuff like that, but usually for bit shows. But to do a whole hour, it feels like a lot. But it's like yeah. a lot, yeah. bro. Like Natalie is literally giving so birth funny. to eggs. Yeah, late for is an amazing. hour. It's amazing. If you, if for people who don't know what late is, it's a live <laughs> performance from somebody who I honestly think genius. A lot of people should and will know eventually because she's 
at the top of the list of like talented people that I've seen perform. Uh, and she just does a show about being an egg laying an egg, and it sounds <laughs> like what the fuck. And it is the one of the best hours of comedy. <laughs> that yeah. like, funny. yeah, it's it's so insane, dude. And it has like a strong message to it about yeah. like motherhood and like i don't know it's just all this shit you're just like damn how you fit all this shit into one of the dumbest ideas i've ever like the way she pitches it it's like come watch the show i'm gonna lay a thousand eggs and you're like oh okay that sounds ridiculous <laughs> but it's like one of the most profound things you could ever see that's dope same thing with nate did you ever see nate still haven't seen nate oh uh, nate to. is good which like the premise the way that she pitches it is like i'm gonna play a dude called nate and you watch it and then it's like this very profound story about consent and you're like god Damn, how do you do... Who like, is that? I don't know that one. That's, that's Natalie, that's Natalie, Natalie as, well. as well. Yeah, she plays oh, yeah. this dude called That was Nate. her next one after Lady. Oh, oh, man. Okay. It's intense. That one was really intense. Well, that's why I really do think, like, as cheesy as it is, um, using art to tell these stories is way more powerful. Uh, I mean, I think it's still good if you don't have that platform to, like, you know, post a post or whatever of an of essay. Course, but I think when you see it in a form like that, when it's, like, been thought out and it's been rehearsed and there's an arc, and it's also entertaining. Mm-hmm. I think that like transcends this level of like information. Like of course. It, it gets to your core and it can change your viewpoint. Like it, I agree. I wasn't a feminist until I saw that woman shoot out SpaghettiOs from her <laughs> vagina. <laughs> uh, and that's what did it, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Ever since then, he's been saying women instead of... How did uh, I used to say girls. it? Uh, I used to say... Uh, Woman's I, could, I, I couldn't literally. say... I got a lot of flack one time. This dude DM'd women. me because I can't say I, I say women weird. How do you say it again? I don't know because now see? I'm aware of it, so I don't know if I'm saying it right or you not. See, because but this guy was just like, "Come on!" And that's what made me even more mad. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe this isn't right, but anytime a dude says it, I'm less inclined to listen because mm-hmm. I'm just like, "Man, you just but doing this so you can get fucked." <laughs> <laughs> so he's like, "Come on, dude." That's disrespectful. You could at least show a little respect and say women. And I said, man. Wait, the way you pronounced it was disrespectful? Because I, I kept saying woman. I kept saying woman. I would say the singular even when I was talking about the plural. Oh, okay. Like, woman, listen to me kind of thing. Yeah. No, no. Like, like I would say, oh, that's a group of women over there. I don't think that's disrespectful. <laughs> that's why yeah. I wasn't this dude was it's in my DMs. Yeah. <laughs> I was disrespectful. like, I was just like, dude, I'm sorry. I, English was not my first language, and I pronounce words weird. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that guy sounds like a bigot. Yeah, but he was trying to, <laughs> he was trying to get laid. No, I understand the hustle. Get laid on Twitter? The hustle. <laughs> oh, yeah. The hustle. Uh, I feel like I've made Teresa. Every time I'm on a podcast with Teresa, I feel like she's upset with me. No. Are you upset? That's just my face. <laughs> no, no, I didn't say that. I no. did not say that, Teresa. <laughs> I sigh a lot, okay? That's my natural state. <laughs> we did make you mad on that Ariana Grande. I felt no, like I went too far. Did I text you, you an apology afterwards? We, no, we knew what was... we. But see, that's the thing. Eli and I had that podcast. Guys, and we know it's ridiculous because it's like we also realize she's super problematic but we're like it'll be fun to just stand for her in a very cheesy way and then have people on who don't like her so we can actually talk about it so we were like happy that you guys uh ha- were not full fans but what i felt bad is because i was like railing on the problematic thing and then deep inside i'm like Edgar, you know you don't care like you don't you don't <laughs> care like you know and like you know i've dated like i've definitely dated a white woman who was much worse than Ariana Grande. So I was like, you're a fucking hypocrite going in on Ariana Grande <laughs> talking all this shit. When it's just like, I just don't like her music and I could have just stopped there. So I did I did feel bad about that and I would like to apologize publicly on this podcast mm. for uh, anyone who had to listen to me listen to Ariana Grande music. I'm sorry, you had to experience <laughs> that. 
And that's why we bought you here today, Teresa. Wow, to apologize? I to, love a good apology. I got, I, I've been getting apology tour. a lot of apologies. I don't know if you guys noticed this. Well, because you're both in relationships, but whenever I get out of a breakup, I get, apo- like, not prompted, like, there's just something in the air. But I got, like, three apologies from former former lovers or exes or people. They're not oh, all they're trying exes. to slide. They're trying to slide. Yeah, they're but I don't think they even in. know that I was, one of them's married. And it just happens in a way where I feel like you put an energy out in the world. So it's like a radar. They just know. You're single, so I must. Someone they I had watch to talk you, to. They want to watch you read a book. Seven years. <laughs> a guy who ghosted me in seven years. You know what? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Maybe I should make that video. Uh, <laughs> Somebody ghosted you for seven years? Seven years ago, ghosted. Oh, okay. DM me. I didn't, like, I don't even care about this person anymore. I just thought it was really funny because I literally had just got out of a breakup and I got a message from this person in my DMs that I don't, like, in my other box because right. I don't follow him. Right. To apologize for being a fuck boy. Can I tell I remember you? I remember later. you. Can I? You tweeted that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Crazy. Can I like, tell you yes. what it is? What is I'll it? be 100% honest with you. It is the Me Too movement. And like now that these conversations are being had, like fuck boys, like a thing that's like, I feel like a lot of dudes, especially like, I'll, I'll admit it because I told you when you put you up that did. thing. I there told was another you one. That was another that different I've, guy. I've sent oh, texts God. like that before of like, it makes you go into a time machine in your brain where you start like, Cause like I, I did the math. I mean, I simply I just did the math. If every single uh-huh. woman has a story, then that means that every dude also has a story going the other way. Like you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like because that's just math. So I was just like, man, I sent those texts because like it, it makes you yeah. just think about like ah uh, like I remember one time I messaged this girl from uh, DCM two years ago and I, I messaged her and I was like, hey, I think one time I was really drunk and I said, hey, what's up? And I was like trying to shoot my shot. And I'm very sorry. And then she went, I don't remember that at all. And I said, oh, cool. But in my head, up until leading to that message, I was like guilted myself and stuff like that. So I truly think it's like those things are permeating in the air where people are starting to send those messages. But that's because you're a good guy. See, like, and I bet. I don't know if it's because I'm a good guy. It's possible she did remember. And just by you saying it, it made her feel good enough to be like, I want to be cool with you. So, mm. but so like, I still think it's good if you have that instinct to do that. Because what's the worst that could happen? You're embarrassed, but then someone feels better. That's great. Like, there's not a situation where they're going to be like, this is worse than what you did. Like, it's always True. good to talk about it. But, um, yeah, I, but I don't think every guy is like you. I don't think a lot of guys, a lot of guys well, I'm not saying that for credit. I'm not saying that for credit whatsoever. I'm just, well, I guess maybe more so a more interesting question to take the spotlight off of me. Do you hate those messages? Like, are you, like, annoyed of them at this point? No, it's just funny that they all happen around this. Like, there's some sort of something in the air when they all happen at once. Like, literally three people messaged me, different people. Uh, except one of them I thought was going to be an apology. And he asked me, he said he wanted to get into acting. And I was like, I'm not talking to you. <laughs> and uh, no, but Can you I give actually, me some career advice? I have, I'll flip it around. I've sent that too. I had, uh, you know, like uh, a drunk. No, actually, I was sober. But it was like a, a hookup where we had been both flirting and clearly into each other. But then afterwards, like he didn't talk to me. And I was like, did I cross a line? And so then I did send a message. I was like, hey, just want to make sure everything's cool. And I think, and then we talked and it was fine. And I think he, was like a little felt ashamed because it was a hookup, mm. but it it did make me feel like did I do something wrong? And I'm still glad we talked about it because he was like, no, you didn't do anything wrong. I just didn't want to date you, and I didn't know how to address that, and I felt like ashamed that we like crossed this line together. And I was like, good, okay, well now we can be friends again. So I think girls do it too. They just don't have to talk about it as much because I feel like for women we get to be like, well, the guy's never gonna bring it up because he's gonna sound crazy. No so problem. I think if you're a woman and you feel like you've crossed a line or maybe there's a gray area, I think it's still good to own up to it. 
No comment. I like that. I like that guy. That <laughs> no comment. Advice. No comment. Comment. What's your comment? Spaghettios. Oh. There we go. Yeah, see. Teresa, <laughs> I want to apologize to you. Uh, this has been this has been truly just a very low energy episode from from us, especially me. <laughs> I was like, I was bringing heat to Keys. I don't know what you're talking about. Jackie's is bringing heat. Uh, or I, Edgar you brought the energy heat. on the dance floor last night, so that's okay. all that matters. Okay. I mean, listen, listen. I, I still, I provided some stuff. I, I asked some important questions today, uh, <laughs> didn't I? You asked about whether you ever dipped your finger in the cum. <laughs> <laughs> we was out here having a meaningful conversation about oh gray area hookups and stuff like that and whether you should text an apology. And you said, I asked some important questions. Then you asked about <laughs> dipping your finger in the cum, bro. I want to hear the Twitter mentions. Did you? Has anyone out there, what do you What do you guys do? Seriously, you don't want to hear those Twitter mentions. <laughs> yeah. Tweet at me. No, we got Tweet some it. freaks that listen to this podcast. <laughs> let us know. Let, me, let us know how many of y'all then dipped a do finger in. Do you dip in. a finger oh, no. and taste it? Uh, you, you don't know. want these freaks in your DMs, <laughs> Teresa. <laughs> Teresa, where can people find you? Where can people find info on the your short film? Stuff coming up next. Talk to the people. Yeah, find me at Larissa T. I also have a podcast called You Can Tell Me Anything that you guys have both been on. Uh, mm-hmm. Comedians confess secrets they've never told anyone before. Um, you can follow the short film at I Think She Likes You Film, and we'll post new dates there. Yeah. Cool. I love it. We got to get you back on to do something pretty fun soon. We got to get you on to do one of our fun one of our comedic fun, one of our fun comedic episodes, episodes that we usually have planned out. I'm sorry, everyone. Jaquise and I were fucked up this weekend. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm. Uh, I need to take a nap. And I've been drinking honestly since Wednesday night, nonstop, straight every night because we wrapped the show mm-hmm. Wednesday night, mm-hmm. and we went out drinking, and then on Thursday night. I went out drinking again for whatever reason, and on Friday night we was out drinking. It's too much. I went out. You know what? I've had at least one whiskey neat every night. Since every Wednesday night. night too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm too old for this. It's bed. It's and bedtime. It, and it's not ending because on Sunday night I got the premiere party. Just too much bullshit. I mean, I don't, but I got a rap party. For DCM. Oh, damn. Yay. Teresa, if we had merchandise... What would be the merchandise that you would want to wear? Oh, I was telling you last night, I'll sell your merchandise on my podcast. Really. <laughs> <laughs> which, which one would you? Which, which what? should I wear? Do you guys don't have merchandise? We do. I but I'm saying, did. like, what, what would be your, what would we, in your I opinion, your ideal merchandise to wear from us? A shirt, tank top? I wear a shirt. You know what I don't see enough is crops, crop tops. Okay. I would wear a crop top. Do, do you we, have crops? I don't know. I, I mean, don't know. Probably Probably don't do that. I'm like the one person that would buy a crop top. No, nah, nah. I'd be a cropper. <laughs> I see the stomachs. I see the crops out. Well, you know what? I don't know if we got crop tops. I know it's as simple as us just going to check, but I'm not about to do that. No, nah, I'm on Instagram <laughs> right now. So you go check at tpublic.com slash culture kings at Edgar Montplazier on the Twitter. <laughs> Awful gram on the gram. At Shaquise Neal on every single piece of social media that exists, except for dating apps, because that nigga locked up. And (laughs) Shaquise told me that I can be in his wedding party. So we'll see if he follows Mm -hmm. through on that if that nigga was just drunk last night. That was before I started drinking. Well, there you go. Because I was already drunk when he told me. I was only doing meth. Uh, what if that was an excuse? What a weird rumor what to start it, for it, yourself. Yeah, <laughs> y'all hear Jackie's he's telling uh, he's so t- telling people they can be in his wedding party when they do meth when he do the meth. Yeah, 
Hey, yo, what? Was Keith on meth last night? Well, did he ask if he could be in his wedding party? <laughs> That's how you know. Love it. Love it. Keith, were you doing meth last night? Nah, baby, I wasn't. Oh, yeah? Then why'd I get texts from all these people saying they was in your wedding party? Damn. I told them to keep that shit a secret. I told them to keep that a secret.